What a great crew. God bless you and be with you tonight. Uh, Dallas isn't here and he asked me to share a short devotion during this uh, unique service. And we're going to stay on uh, the, the theme of the armor of God. But I feel like it's perfect, a perfect opportunity tonight to be interactive. Because it's more of a worship and prayer engagement. And so my request is that when I ask you to participate, please do. Uh, my name is Matthew or Matt. And uh, my wife and I have been here at Grace Meadows for almost a year as a part of the church. And often I would come on Sunday morning or Wednesday evening and just look around, uh, being new, not knowing many people, at first not knowing anyone, uh, and just wanting, just having this burden in my heart for every one of us to know how much God loves us. And so I just want to start with that. And I saw it on, on Kate's hoodie. I hope you know how much you are loved is what it says on the back. And I just saw it. I was like, per that's perfect. Sorry to point you out. You should have been up here anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody, don't look at her, please. <laughs> But I do, and I just want to take a moment that uh, God would speak into our hearts how much we are loved by him. So, Lord, tell us. Tell us uh, what's in your heart for us, that we would know how much we're loved by you, that we are we're a treasure that you sacrificed everything for to find us and to rescue us and to take you back uh, to, to be in your family, to be with you forever. So, Lord, just be, be real tonight. Maybe we'd be honest from you, with, with you and learn from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read that passage that we've been going through in Ephesians 6. If you have a Bible, you can turn with me. If not, there will be the verses up on the screen. And Tara and, and Dallas have gone through the first, I think, the first four, three or four uh, pieces of armor. But I want to read the whole passage again, and then we're going to be talking about the shield of faith. Verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, 
with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. I'd like to just give a few key thoughts and then ask us to pray. The first idea, and this is nothing new, is that soldiers are equipped for the battle. Uh, soldiers don't have to make their own equipment. They're outfitted. And like Dallas and Tara have said, all the armor we get is from God. It's an armor of God. It's faith from God. It's righteousness from God. It's truth. It's not our own truth. It's from God. The gospel of peace is from God. And that encourages me that we don't have to create our own armor to put on, but we receive it. And so the call is now, you've been given this armor, we have this armor, are you going to put it on? Are you going to take it up? Are you going to be ready? And faith is no different. This is the faith of Christ. I don't have to be good enough. I don't have to have a good enough faith, a strong enough faith to defeat the enemy. Christ has the faith. He's given it to us. Are we going to take it up? The next thing is this, when we take it up, it's not just for ourselves, it's for the church. Often I think we look at this as this is my armor and my duty as a soldier to go alone into this battle and fight by myself, but that's never the intent. It's an army and we fight with each other and for each other. So even this shield of faith that we receive, we can use to protect others. If you're familiar with the Spartan story of the 300 men and how they would link arms and shields together to deflect any attacks of their enemy, that's the idea, that's the mental picture. Is this, this shield is not just for me, it's for us. And that's encouraging because when I'm doubting or struggling or suffering, I need someone else's shield when I can't pick up my own. Steve shared a scripture on Sunday that really stood out to me in First Peter, so I just want to read it quickly. It's chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. It says this, be of sober spirit, be on the alert, the same idea as in Ephesians, right? Be ready. Your adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are all over the world. So we have this imagery of the enemy, Satan, being like a lion. And my wife and I lived overseas in Uganda for 10 years, serving there, and we got the awesome opportunity to often go and visit the safari parks and take teams and trips and, and, and see the animals in the wild. And the most exciting to look for were the lions because it was, you know, the big five. Everybody wants to, to see the lion in, in its own uh, environment. But they're kind of boring, actually. They just lay there and sit there. The most exciting animals are either the elephants or the, the monkeys and apes. They're, they're the most entertaining and active but but it's true it is 
it is, a, it is an incredible uh, adrenaline rush to go on a hunt for a lion, looking for lions. And I remember this one instance where uh, we were with a group of people in our vehicle, and I was driving, and we saw a, a pride of lions. I think there were three or four at this time, just resting next to an anthill. And uh, we decided, we packed some food. We decided we would just enjoy being with the lions and have lunch together because it had taken some time to, uh, to find them. But not far away, there was a herd of Cape buffalo. And if you don't know, Cape buffalo are incredibly strong, dangerous, and aggressive. And because this was one of my first times, I was excited. What's going to happen as this herd of Cape buffalo come closer and closer to this pride of lions? I was like, this is showtime. Something's going to happen. Something's going down. And I wasn't wrong. The buffalo kept getting closer and closer, and the lions started to, you know, position themselves, move around. And we had our vehicle parked behind. If the lions were in front of us, the Cape buffalo were on the other side. As the Cape buffalo came closer and closer, I was hoping that the lions would, you know, start a hunt. But what actually happened was those Cape buffalo were defending their territory and chased the lions away. They even came so close that we had to back up our vehicle because they didn't want us in their space. Lions are absolutely incredible, powerful, fierce. But if there is a group of buffalo that work together, even the strongest lions, the pride of lions, won't won't mess with them. This is the picture of the church, who we are when there's an enemy after us looking for someone to devour. If we are alone, guess what? We're target number one, and we can easily be devoured. But if we come together, take up our shields, and fight with and for one another, the enemy can't touch us. Right? And we all need each other. We all have something we're going through or our family is going through or a friend that we know that we need to speak encouragement to. It talks about uh, the shield being able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy. The first thing that comes to my mind is those are the lies of Satan, right? And that's his main weapon, is to attack us with lies. And you know the most effective lie is 99% true. Satan takes God's word or God's character and just twists it, challenges it, and tries to get us to buy in. And we need to speak the truth just like Jesus did when he was tempted by the enemy. From God's word to say, no, that is not right. I stand in Christ alone. And we need others to speak that to us when we are holding onto a lie from the enemy. Satan cannot take away what God has given. And so I'm going to ask for us to stand up and team, you can join us. Stand up.
And I'm going to ask that all of us look around during this time. And we'll take a few minutes and ask if the Lord has something or someone that he wants us to engage in battle for right now. And if there's someone you know already in your mind that's in this room, go to them. Maybe the person next to you, maybe someone, you know, farther away. This is going to be a time to do that. Or maybe you don't have anyone in mind and we can ask God, just speak to us and tell us, is there someone here who needs encouragement that I can go to? Just keep, keep your mind open to receive anything that the Lord might lead or direct you to do right now. And just speak truth. If God gives you a specific word or a song or a scripture, speak to them. Tell them. Or if it's not specific, just start praying that God will be with them and bless them. God will protect them. God will encourage them. God will tell them what they need to hear. So I know this might be a little bit uncomfortable, and that's good. Because we need to be uncomfortable in order to protect each other, defend each other, and shield each other from the attacks of the enemy. So let me pray, and then I'm going to give us some time to be, just to be honest and open. Lord, you know what we're going through. You know there's a battle. And we need you. And we need each other. Because we cannot fight alone. There's so much pain. So much evil. There's so much doubt. Unknown. So put someone in our minds to speak to, to encourage. And give us your words that you, that, that you want them to hear. Because we belong to you. As we sing this next song, turn to the person next to you or go to that person that you have in, in your mind and just take a moment, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it is, just take a moment to pray for them, to encourage them, to speak truth to them. 